0: you're about to listen to episode 33 of women who kill if you're liking the show so far stop by apple Podcasts, formerly known as itunes leave a rating leave a review it helps new people find the show the more people who find the show the longer i can keep doing this now uh if you want to support with your dollars stop by patreon.com slash kai choice p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash k-a-i-c-h-o-y-c-e join the women who kill Illuminati. Five bucks a month get you access to the VIP archives of the show so you can hear all the episodes you missed uh, if you're new to the show, and that also helps me keep doing this. If I get enough patrons, I can do this uh, twice a week. I'd be happy to drop episodes twice a week. As of now, I cannot do that because I have to pay rent. Let's get into it. Our guest today is a writer. She does some stand-up. Uh, you probably know her from the AV Club, ClickHole, and
1: Twitter.com. Yeah, Ashley Ray. Hello, I'm so happy to be here talking about murdering ladies. Happy
0: to have you, but not murdering ladies. Yeah, no, ladies. Murder, murder, ladies. Yes, because there's enough of that <laughs> in the podcast yeah. world today. You know, before we start, uh, do you have any anything you you have coming up that you want to let people know about?
1: Uh, yeah, I am doing some shows in LA in November. You know, I don't even know the dates enough to.
0: Okay. (laughs) How can how can people find
1: out? Uh, Just follow me on Twitter, Ashley Ray A Ray uh, A R A Y Y A Y on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I post all my shows and stuff there. I got some fun stuff coming up in LA in November, so check it out.
0: Nice. Now you recently moved from uh, Chicago. From Chicago. Okay. A lot of Chicago.
1: Yeah, a lot of Chicago comics here. out in LA. It's a pretty nice it's Making little group. it difficult for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone says you leave Chicago just to hang out with other people from Chicago in a different place. Uh huh. That's so, so funny.
0: So today we're going to be talking about, uh, I believe her name is pronounced Sharon Kenny. It yes. could be Ken. It could be Kine. Kine. But I, it looks th- like Kenny. Kenny.
1: Yeah. K I N N E. Yeah. I was saying Sharon Kenny, which I think sounds a little more punk rock. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, because of Slater-Kinney? Slater, yeah, Slater-Kinney. Uh-huh.
1: And I feel like she's kind of like a feminist hero in a way. <laughs> a little
0: bit, a little bit. Sharon Kinney was born Sharon Elizabeth Hall on November 30th, 1939.
1: Yes, in uh, Independence, Missouri,
0: which do people pronounce it Missouri? How do, I think if that? you're
1: from there, it's Missouri. Yeah,
0: are you allowed to pronounce it that way if you're not from there?
1: It's probably appropriation if you do. Oh, yeah. okay, okay,
0: appropriation of white culture. Sharon had a pretty uneventful childhood, I would say.
1: Yeah, it seemed like things were pretty boring. Well there adjusted? Was, yeah, there was some stuff like her mom was an alcoholic. But, but whose like, wasn't? Yeah, whose wasn't? It seemed like she was a pretty general like white church going girl. Uh, she thought independence was super boring and she just wanted to get out of there any way she could. Yeah. Uh, and that's when she met like James Kinney. Uh, and
0: uh, James, she met him at a church event. Yes. He was a Mormon. Yeah. And I guess the Mormons just uh, congregated with non-Mormons trying to trying
1: to I think get them was, into the folder. Yeah. So Sharon, the thing is, she was 16 when she met James. And he was 22. He was like 22. And so I think she was just kind of like, this guy's fun. I think she was like, Mormons love marriage. Like he's a way out of here. I think she was scheming a little bit. Like she lied about her age so they could get married. Mm -hmm. So I think she was just like, I got a Mormon out of Independence, Missouri.
0: Yeah, she started, uh, they started banging right away. And apparently James was a virgin when they met. Ooh, uh, I believe
1: that. Mormon boy? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Sharon was not. Uh, he was a good looking guy, by the way. Very like conventionally yeah. oh, attractive. Oh yeah. They're both just dude. like
1: very conventionally attractive white people. Yeah. Like Captain America looking. Yeah, Ken and Barbie, cheerleader, football, you know. She could be like Taylor Swift's aunt or something ha. like that. Like very just normally attractive white people. Yeah.
0: So they, they met in the summer of nineteen fifty six and uh, had a an affair for a few days. Uh, a few weeks, actually, James goes back to college at yeah. BYU. Uh,
1: well, first, Sharon pretended to be pregnant. That's how she she locked it down. Yeah, but uh, she he, let him
0: know once he got back to school, Yeah, uh, I guess she called him and was like, eh, I'm pregnant. And then he was like, oh, fuck. Oh,
1: dang. And then she was like, I gotta come out there now. Yeah. I'm pregnant. And then, of course, she, well, she suffered a miscarriage, perhaps. Yeah, so uh, what <laughs>
0: happened was they uh, they moved in with his parents first, yeah. Because, I mean, he was a college kid. I don't know what she was thinking. She's yeah. gonna get out. I of I mean, a-
1: she's like sixteen. She's right. just like this guy's like a meal ticket. Yeah. Like I can imagine like college campus BYU, but they don't even drink there. They
0: sign a what is it like a morality contract or something? Yeah,
1: like no drinking, no wine, no dancing, no fun. Ugh. So she really chose the worst way to get out of her sp- like ho- small hometown. Yeah.
0: So she moves in with uh with James's. Mom and his dad, who don't like her uh for good reason, yeah, yeah they, um, I mean she
1: stole their son's virginity,
0: yeah, and she spends the entire time that she's living with them, complaining about uh how unhappy she is. With with James in general.
1: She was very much uh, I guess you could say gold digger. Yeah. She was very focused on the money, didn't like living in this small apartment, didn't like living in that, like so close to his parents, like wanted more all the time. She was very like, I deserve better than middle class. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe <laughs> she did. <laughs> uh, you you know, know, may I you know, I can't fault a girl for dreaming big, <laughs> especially if you're coming from independence, Missouri. Uh huh. You know, so that seems kind of fair. But James is just like, why would you pick this like Mormon boy Yeah, to well, show you the world? Like run away to New York like the rest of us and just like try to make it big or something. <laughs> like go out to LA. What are you doing? Yeah. Sharon.
0: So uh, they got married uh, in 1956 and this was just a, a court, a courthouse uh, production just to, to make their... Coupled them legit then sharon says oh my god i had a miscarriage uh, so she miscarried her fake baby immediately got for real pregnant and at this point they had a real wedding which after you, yeah good that they got yeah
1: <laughs> yeah she converted good that they got a real wedding in i uh, feel yeah you know she she did get pregnant she locked him in yeah
0: 1957 they had a daughter they named her dana yeah a few years later, three years later, they also had a boy. Yes, Troy. Uh, named Troy.
1: And it's like, that could have been a beautiful story. Like, she gets out of Independence, Missouri. She has two beautiful children with some Mormon guy. She converts. Yeah, but are a hot couple. Yeah, that, that wasn't enough for Sharon. Sharon needed more thrill in her life, yes. I feel like.
0: Sharon was an asshole. Troy had to, or <laughs> I mean, uh, James dropped out of school. Uh, so that he could support the family, he starts working as a an electrician of sorts, and Sharon is working uh I think she's working a little retail,
1: yeah, she was like running some shops yeah, and babysitting, just kinda, you know, babysitting, doing like like women's jobs, yeah, you no, know? she was very much your like standard housewife, uh, which I think is important to note here, mm-hmm. like she's this very unhappy, sad housewife who's looking for more in life. She starts. Fucking random dudes. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, also hooking up with her high school, one of her high school boyfriends. And she didn't even try
1: to hide it. No, she was very blatant about the fact that she was having affairs, like didn't hide it from his parents. And this is, these are Mormons, so of yeah. course they're scandalized by the fact that this like woman who maybe is, you know, just one of the first sexually liberated women of her time, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's getting this, 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 This bad, this bad juju, Uh you know, from her husband, which is fair, which is fair. She was very blatantly just like being a a hoe all over town. Yeah,
0: neighbors would be like, "Hey, um, we noticed that there's like different cars parked in your driveway all the time when you're not home. When you're not
1: home, like you go to work and your wife is just like lounging around with naked men all day. Like (laughs) she would just like keep the blinds open. Apparently, (laughs) like did not care to hide anything. So I feel a bit for James.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he seemed like a nice
1: guy. Yeah, plus he
0: he's got like a you know who he looks like. He's got like a young Marlon Brando. He thing does going on. very
1: wide jaw. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, James decides. Uh, I think they decide together actually that they should get a divorce. Yeah, they
1: both were into the divorce, but she was like, "I want the house and a thousand dollars and the kid and, and the kid." But she only wanted the custody, girl. but only the daughter. Yeah, which is she was like, "Don't really care about the son, who <laughs> would have been younger." Yeah. And she was like, you take him. She's like, I men just, are trash, yeah, whatever. Yeah, men are trash. So like <laughs> I said, maybe our first real feminist hero, murderer. You know, she was very clearly like, I want the house, thousand <laughs> bucks, and my daughter. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Troy. <laughs> so James is like, uh, okay, that yeah. sounds cool. Let me check with my parents. Yeah,
1: but then they're so Mormon that they're like, no, you gotta give it a shot. Stay in this thing. Like, tr- give it a- give her another go, which I think is so dumb. Like. <sighs> the whole town is talking about how she's sleeping with everyone else and you're telling him like, no, stick it out. She right? faked a pregnancy. She doesn't
0: get along with the parents. Like there's nothing there's good about nothing this relationship. Mixed.
1: But you know, I kudos to the parents, I guess.
0: Well, they're gonna regret their decision soon. So, because his parents were like, you should try to make it work, he says, okay, fine. I don't wanna give you a divorce, Sharon. Let's make this shit work. Shortly after this decision is made, Sharon says she was in another room of the house. She heard a a baby say, Daddy, show me this. And a boom, boom, pop. Pop. uh, Goes to the bedroom. Sharon says she finds their little baby holding a gun. James has a hole in the back of his head. Pretty clear cut. They call the ambulance. He's dead by the time they by get the to time the they get, Yeah. Now, on one hand, this sounds unbelievable. On the other hand, multiple neighbors said they would often see the baby playing,
1: playing with, with guns. James's guns. Yeah. So, like, kid was playing with guns. That's on the dad. <laughs> How old was the kid was? Like three at this point. Yeah. The kid was like. Yeah. Well, he was. She was old. Yeah. No, like three years old. Because this is like 1960. Yeah. They have multiple guys who just let's. I does a 3-year-old play with a gun.
0: Even by 1950s yeah. and 60 standards, I would say that's a pretty stupid thing to do.
1: What I love is that the police in order to see if she actually could shoot a gun gave, gave her, a, her toy a toy gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Let's see if you can do this." Yeah. And she was just like, "Bang bang, <laughs> shoot him up." She was like, "Pop pop, I can yeah, pull this trigger." She was like, "I can shoot all day. I'm actually <laughs> like a like trained professional assassin." <laughs> And the other, they never tested her or the mom for a gunshot, re- gunshot <laughs> right, residue. Right,
0: Probably because the mom was like batting her eyelashes yeah, like, when they got there. Yeah, like she's like
1: this pretty looking white lady who was probably like, oh, this is so traumatic. My like, poor, <laughs> and like also, again, where is the son? Oh, right? Yeah, I, I. who knows? She's like, what a shame. I'm single now. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe the daughter and the mom, they had some kind of deal where they were like, we're taking <laughs> him out and then we'll get out of here. <laughs> like, it's, it's just crazy. The cops were just Fine. like, yeah, it was the three-year-old. She was like, daddy, show me the gun. She knows how to use a gun, apparently, and she killed the dad, mm-hmm. so it was ruled an accident.
0: This occurred on March 19th, 1960. A month later, in April, Sharon gets her hands on uh, a cash out from the life insurance policy yeah. that her husband had.
1: Got a nice little m- amount of money.
0: $20,000, which uh, I guess in today's money would be uh, over $100,000. That's
1: nice, like with you and just your daughter because you don't care about your son. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice little nest egg. Uh-huh.
0: The thing about life insurance policies is if you're married to someone who took out a policy and listed you as a beneficiary and you get divorced from that person and they die after you get divorced from that person, you don't get the money. Yeah, no
1: money. So, interesting. Worked out well for Sharon, didn't it? So convenient. She got a lot more than the $1000 she was asking for. Right? <laughs> she I feel like she really lowballed herself on that one. Like 1000 yeah. bucks in the house, I guess. I I feel like she could have gone for more.
0: But she didn't get the house when uh when he died. True. Now, she takes that money immediately, goes and buys a fucking Thunderbird
1: baller. <laughs> Straight baller. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderbird is still a cool car. Yeah. She had great taste.
0: I'm just imagining like Thelma and Louise, That's uh, like top down, headscarf, yeah, sunglasses. She's
1: basically like if Thelma and Louise got away with it, uh-huh. that is the Sharon Kinney story. <laughs> and that's why I think she's so amazing. Yeah. Like she just at every turn, it all works out for her. This is what we wish female murderers could have access to.
0: <laughs> now, the guy she bought the car from, obviously she starts fucking him.
1: Obviously, yes. Uh,
0: His name is Walter Jones. Walter, also married. (laughs) With a kid. uh, No, with multiple kids.
1: Yeah, I think he had a few. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And they uh, begin a tumultuous relationship.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, it's like from the jump, clearly she is pulling the same trick. She's trying to tell him that she's pregnant almost immediately. Like... She's trying to break his marriage up. She's just a lot of drama. Like, I feel like she pulls the, hey, I'm a pretty, like, white girl thing. And then it turns out she's, like, crazy, like, single white female. Like, oh, no, now she's stalking me and, like, putting dead animals, like, on my front porch.
0: Everyone wanted her. And then once they had her, they were like, ah, Oh, no,
1: I did not want this. This is not (laughs) what I wanted at all. So Walter was married to a
0: woman named Patricia, who looked like a very sweet lady.
1: Yeah. She looks like what a librarian looks like. Yeah. Just like, she probably makes banana bread and cookies. Just like a really sweet looking lady. She
0: probably, now Walter was a, a known cheater. She knew he was cheating on her. She looks like the type to bake cookies and bring them to his work. So, yeah. Uh and and wait by the closed door of his office as a woman hurries out fixing her hair Ooh, yeah. and walk right in and pretend she didn't see it, see it. and present him with the cookies. With the cookies. And he sits yeah. down and he's like smoothing his shirt out yeah. and he's like eating her cookies and he goes, "Ah, oh, you forgot the milk." Yeah. Yeah. That's what I imagine the relationship. And she would, be would like. just
1: kind of like roll her eyes and like take that insult though. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, uh, just put upon, put upon <laughs> Patricia is oh, what I would call her. That's funny. Put upon Patricia. <laughs> uh, and she's just married to this horrible guy. And all of a sudden her life is about to get turned upside down by Sharon. Yeah. The hurricane of a woman. Oh,
0: Jesus. Hurricane <laughs> Sharon. Now Sharon decides that she wants Walter all to herself. Of uh, course. One night after they finished fucking, she says, Walter, guess what? I'm pregnant. Walter says, you know what? Fuck you. This is over. I've had it with you. I can't do this anymore. I'm going back home to my wife. Don't ever talk to me again. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't take that well.
1: Yeah. Walter putting up clear boundaries. (laughs) Maybe a little late, but he's trying to put them up. Oh, yeah. You know, respect that. Sharon did not care about these boundaries. (laughs) Uh,
0: Because soon after that, Patricia goes missing. Now, here's what people say happened. Neighbors said, uh, or Patricia's coworkers say, uh, as far as I know, she just got a she got a phone call from from a woman, and we saw her get into a car and drive away. Yeah, with this mysterious woman.
1: But she was seen getting into a Thunderbird. Yes, Sharon was just going to get a lot of attention with that yeah. Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Walter hears this. He contacts Patricia and is like hey, do you have anything to do with my wife disappearing? Sharon is like, "Uh, no, are you, no.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, I did,
0: I did contact her and say that we were having an affair, but after that, I just dropped her off by your house. Yeah,
1: she was like, I just left her there, and then she says she saw her talking to a man. Yeah. Which, like, okay, sure.
0: And uh, what did she say? that She said that she described his car.
1: Yeah, she's. I think she said it was like some green ugly car or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) she's like anything but a Thunderbird. (laughs) It's like, oh, it was like a mini, just like the most boring old station wagon of a car, just like the opposite of a Thunderbird. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so Sharon is sticking to her story so hard. She goes, you know what? Um, Why don't I get my friend John? John? Boldzis, yeah. by the way, who, who she's also yeah. fucking.
1: Yeah, that was. Uh, she also had been fucking him with like the first husband she yeah. killed. Yeah,
0: this is her high school sweetheart, yeah. dude.
1: Would you know, I think there's like a really nice love story there. Maybe. Yeah. You know, it seems like he's really ride or die for her. He's he's he works hard for her. Yeah.
0: She says, "Hey, let me get my friend John to uh, see if uh, uh, we can, uh, if he wants to join the search party. I'll help you look for her."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just classic. <laughs> let me have my my. <laughs> High school sweetheart, help me look for a dead body. <laughs> naturally,
0: so John and Sharon go to like the the lovers' lane situation uh, of their their town uh, because that uh, that's the first place that you would go to look for a body. I guess yeah is, is
1: where all the kids go to make out to make out. That's you know sure,
0: and sure enough, they There's, they find yeah. Patricia body. like
1: almost immediately. Yeah. I also, there was like a thing like Sharon. They specifically pointed out that Sharon turned on the headlights and, like, and illuminated them, and then, like, right where the body was, <laughs> like, she was just like, Oh my gosh, I think there's something out there, John. And he just like stepped out and was like, Wow, the body.
0: Four, four gunshots. And uh, the cops come, they take in Sharon, they take in John, and they take in Walter. Sharon tells uh, Walter, Hey, whatever you do, don't tell them that I was with you. Yeah. And uh, that's the first thing he does.
1: Yeah, the first thing he does, he goes to the cops, he's like, Sharon was with me. (laughs) So John, maybe not such a ride or die. (laughs) I think at that point he realized, oh, she's like actually crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm off this roller coaster. Yeah. Like, Sharon was like, take me home first, don't tell them that I was with you, and he Mm -hmm. just immediately was like, she was with me. (laughs) Like, she's crazy, obviously I did what she said, she could murder me.
0: So, Sharon uh, goes on trial for the murder of Patricia, but the problem is they can't find the murder weapon, even though one of her coworkers came forward and said, Hey, um, I don't know if this is important or anything, but Sharon asked me to buy a gun for her. Yeah, and uh, when I registered in her name, she was like, "No, no, 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 no go no, back please. and yeah, put it in someone else's yeah, name." And just
1: also, she lost the gun that she originally owned because it was taken after she, her husband got right. shot. The same so, exact,
0: the same type exact of gun. Yeah, type of
1: gun. So the then gun she like she went knows to how co- to shoot. Yeah, go went to her coworker and was like, "Make sure it's the same one, not in my name." Very good with a Colt twenty-two <laughs> or whatever it was. Uh-huh. You know, no deviation. Just give me what I'm used to.
0: The thing is, is they didn't do the autopsy on Patricia until after they had started preparing her body for the funeral. The
1: funeral, which is like, what? You don't, I, you don't do that. They didn't have CSI back then, yeah. but even I know you don't do that. They're like, hey,
0: where's where's that brat that was murdered? <laughs> like, oh, uh, someone took her away for the funeral.
1: Yeah, like she's already in makeup, like in a casket, like beautifully done.
0: Damn it, Johnson, we were supposed to, you know how this works. You know, like check you know, the You police bullets. business. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, instead they were just like, let's get her ready for the funeral, make her pretty. And this would be great for Sharon in the long run. I mean, mistake. I guess
0: it is the 1960s. The priority is not solving the murder. It's making right. sure that lady corpse is pretty.
1: Yeah, she's gotta be pretty. Who cares who murdered her as long as she's sitting pretty in that <laughs> casket, you know? Again, Sharon, a feminist hero who made us question all sorts of norms. So,
0: so it was really difficult for them
1: to figure out if,
0: the bullets that killed Patricia were a match for the type of weapon that Sharon had purchased. But the guy who sold her the gun was like, hey, I showed her how to shoot this thing using this tree over here. Uh, Maybe the bullets are still in the tree. The cops pulled the bullets out of the tree and uh, found uh, somehow they were able to deduce that those bullets couldn't have matched the bullets that killed Patricia. Yeah, Strange.
1: Yeah, like it was. I feel like like it was from like a different box of bullets or right. something like that. So they were like, "Oh, this doesn't really help us out."
0: So either Sharon had some some uh, another gun stashed away that no one knew about, or who knows? Yeah, the household clearly had had a lot of guns, so maybe she made away with a few of them.
1: With a few guns, she had guns all over. She, yeah, she will find this out. Yeah, too. through all of these <laughs> loopholes, she's acquitted. Yeah, she of was Patricia's murder. Acquitted. Um, she literally led people to the body and was acquitted. Yeah, like because of just dumb mistakes and her being like a beautiful white girl who people were just like, Oh, well, you know, we just let's not push her story too much.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was tried by a jury of all men because that's a good idea for yeah, a pretty lady.
1: That's that's. I'm sure she just was like batting her eyelashes the uh-huh. whole time. Like I would have loved to have seen that. She's probably like doing like the Sherrod TV.
0: Stone fucking
1: uh, <laughs> Just uncrossing basic and crossing her legs on the stand. Yeah. <laughs> just like, my goodness.
0: Immediately know. after they found her not guilty, one of the jurors is like, hey, Sharon, can I get your autograph?
1: Yes. They, and that's like
0: a famous photograph now.
1: Yeah, a famous photograph of her. Like they, truly were in love with her during Ugh. this trial that they couldn't believe she killed this woman. They were like, Sh- she's just so pretty.
0: Ugh. So that was in 1961 that that trial began and ended. But next up, they were like, oh, we also gotta try you for, um we gotta try you for the, the murder of your husband. Of your husband. Yeah,
1: they were like, now that we see you could've killed this other woman, all of a sudden we're thinking maybe a three-year-old didn't shoot her dad in the face. Actually, we have some questions on that first one, so that comes back and she's tried again.
0: But that trial ended uh, in a mistrial.
1: Yes. Well, First, she was convicted, and she was sentenced to life in prison, then her conviction was overturned on a technicality, so she got a second trial. Yeah. Then there was a mistrial because it was discovered that a juror had once retained a law partner of the prosecutor. Right. Just like the most outrageous like loopholes, like things that weren't even like, oh, they like messed up the the investigation or they didn't have enough evidence. It was literally just like pure oh, pure technicalities. Was, yeah, pure technicalities. So her third trial, uh, again another mistrial uh, because the jury was split uh, seven to five in favor of acquittal. Uh, So then, this is three trials. The first one she's found guilty, two mistrials. And
0: these are quick. These are like, this is all happening in the course of like like three years. Yeah, in the the course of three years.
1: Yeah, she's having three trials for the same murder. She's waiting for the fourth. She's out on bond because apparently if you're a nice looking white woman, you can be out on bond in Missouri. Yeah, which is Uh, crazy. Even if you're up for murder. Uh, and the cool thing about, the, this is like the funny thing about her bond, <laughs> is that she was allowed to leave the country by the terms of her like court order, Yeah. but her bond in like the the, the company that paid her bond uh, was like, don't leave the state, obviously. Right. Uh, but she could leave the country legally. So when she is up for this fourth trial, she starts thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> Why am I sitting around to go to trial for the fourth time? Yeah. I can leave the country. I'm not supposed to leave the state, but I'm a beautiful white woman. No one's going to question me. Uh, so she decides to run off to Mexico.
0: With a man named Francis Puglice. Yes. her Sounds Italian. I don't know. Her new
1: boyfriend. She uh, is just. Uh, who bad. she met at some point in the course of like dealing with four murder trials. Like,
0: who are these men? Because you know, it's not like. It was a secret trial. No,
1: she's all over the place as like this murderous black widow. She's like Casey a- Anthony. Like yeah, Everyone, everyone knows. knows what she looks yeah, like. Yeah, they're like, she framed her daughter for murder. Like she murdered this other woman. She framed a baby. Yeah, and these dudes are just like. But she's hot. Yeah, but she's <laughs> hot. Like I, Like, I'll go with it. <laughs> like, imagine you have been convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison. Then you got two mistrials and you're still pulling dudes. Yeah. An icon, a legend.
0: I mean, and, and there's people who are like, I can't, uh, there's no one for me. Yes, there is. Yeah,
1: there's someone at like Sharon Kinney found her person. You multiple can, multiple people. <laughs> multiple people. And you don't even have to murder someone. <laughs> Like, so she runs off to Mexico yes.
0: with Francis.
1: Note, because she legally could leave the country, there was like not an immediate manhunt for her. Yeah. Like no one even was like, where'd she go? She pretended to be his wife.
0: Yeah. And then once they got there, they dropped the charade but told people, we're here to get married.
1: Yeah, then they started doing the whole, oh, we're a couple on a honeymoon, we're gonna get married thing. Uh it seems like there may have been some issues like where they got into a fight. There were some people who said he was like kind of abusing her. They got it. Something happens between them where they kind of have this rift.
0: They also brought a bunch of guns. Yes,
1: they also had like multiple guns and then she also bought another gun. At least
0: three guns. Yes. Why did two people need three guns? Yeah.
1: Well, when she got to Mexico, she bought another one. Yeah. What kind of gun did she buy? Uh, 22. Yep. <laughs> Suck to her classic right there, you know if if it's your favorite, why why get another kind of gun?
0: Yeah, if it's not broken,
1: yeah. she gets the exact same kind of pistol, uh, and I guess her and this guy have been like fighting. Things aren't like all cheery when you run away to Mexico on a murder trial.
0: so she does what she uh, what she's used to doing. Is like let me find another, another dude man. to fuck.
1: Yes, let me cheat on you. I'm like almost immediately. Like they get to this Mexico town, and she's just like, "Fuck you, I'm going to a bar." Yeah, like she meets this man, uh, Francisco,
0: which is hilarious because he is actually American. Yes, he's a uh, an American citizen, but he's Mexican. So she meets an American Mexican in Mexico. Uh, they go back to his hotel room, and uh, he says, uh, "I want to show you some pictures." She's like, sure.
1: Yeah, pictures, of course, sure.
0: (laughs) But like actual photographs, because you know it's it's the sixties. He's he's probably got a like a portfolio in his briefcase. Yeah,
1: you know, I guess that's legit for the sixties. Like, I'm laughing at it, but Uh, like, I show people. It's not like they're gonna be scrolling through his phone looking at cat pictures. That's pretty
0: legit. He's like, I've got some real photographs. Yeah, maybe he's like, I
1: got some cat pictures back in my (laughs) room that I want to show you, like some photos of like some (laughs) selfies, some (laughs) portraits that I took. (laughs)
0: She says that he tried to rape her. Yes. The cops say that she tried to rob him. I'm like, why not
1: both? Both. It seems like both are plausible. Yeah.
0: She's a pretty lady yeah. alone in a foreign in country. In a foreign
1: country, it seems possible that he could have tried to like get aggressive with her. Uh, it also seems like people did hear them arguing in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It does seem like there was an altercation. You know, something could have been going on. And maybe it she was trying to rob him. Maybe he agreed to give her money. Who knows mm. what's up? But it ends.
0: Maybe he thought she was a, a lady for hire.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's also another thing. Like maybe, and, and also apparently her and her first boyfriend she went down there with were low on money at this point. Obviously, they couldn't get jobs. They're on the run. Yeah. It makes some sense. She'd be doing what she could to get money or to rob people. Uh but
0: but it ends with Francis uh, with uh, it ends with, oh you know what her boyfriend was named Francis this new guy was named Francisco coincidence yeah
1: I think she was like she had a type. as soon as
0: she heard his name she was like oh I'm definitely fucking you this is yeah. gonna make him so mad so
1: mad like oh, oh it's the meanest thing you can do to fuck someone <laughs> who has a name similar to your to your main piece I guess
0: <laughs> either way it ends with uh, Francisco being shot in the back yes to death
1: in the back. And also, there was like a hotel employee who like hears the gunshot, runs into the room. Which brave
0: guy. If brave, I hear yeah. gunshots, I'm running the other I'm way. The other way. I I'm not. I'm at work, no. I'm not, yeah,
1: especially if I'm like working at a hotel and I'm like changing linens, yeah. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not getting paid enough to yeah. fight a gunman. Yeah, and so he runs into the room. Uh, is shot also and is wounded. He doesn't yeah. die. But I do think it's interesting that Sharon shoots a man in the back and then another man comes <laughs> in and her first instinct is, let me shoot him. Uh-huh. <laughs> makes, Not let me yeah, ask him for help. Makes the whole like, he attacked me and I like was in self-defense a little questionable. <laughs> she,
0: tell, she told the cops that uh, she thought he was going to attack her too. Which, I mean, why would he unless he was under the assumption that you shot this fucking guy for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> So, the Mexican cops actually do their job yeah, and uh, do a ballistics test on the gun that killed uh, Francisco. Guess what? Same gun that killed Patricia Jones. Same gun. Now, where did this gun get unearthed from?
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I feel like she probably, like, hit it with this, like, new boyfriend at some point when she was still in Missouri and was, like take the heat off like me, she just has like gun. five
0: or six 22s laying yeah, around like why
1: is she keeping all of these guns around that she used like <laughs> i also I, there was like a, once this like she got arrested she had to meet with like the u.s embassy and like the representatives to be like oh my god help me get back to america yeah. or whatever and she told them that she shot men before and managed to get out of it right which I think is just amazing. She was That's not a lie. She did shoot men before, and she managed to get out of it. So, of course, her first instinct here was, let me just shoot Francisco, and I'm going to get out of this.
0: You know what? All of her other trials, by the way, she was such a fucking badass. Not only did she refuse to talk to the cops, yeah. Uh, well, she was like, I'll give my statement, but I'm not going to write it down, and I'm not going to take a lie detector test, yeah. And I'm not going to take the stand at trial.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she did everything right. Like she, she, most most criminals. That's where they make the mistake. You know, they snitch. They incriminate themselves. They incriminate themselves. Now Sharon. Sharon was just like, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm gonna get out of this on some technicalities, which she did. Like they found the gun. It was the same gun that killed Patricia. Yeah. And Francisco, they couldn't try her for Patricia. Double jeopardy. Yeah. She Apparently, got away with it.
0: If you are acquitted of a crime and later new evidence is presented that proves beyond a doubt that that you you committed that crime.
1: Doesn't matter. Too bad. Does not matter. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy. Yeah, double jeopardy. We tried, we didn't get you the first time, and even though you literally have the gun and you ran away to Mexico. That's so crazy. You just get to walk, man.
0: So the Mexican cops, uh, the Mexican police.
1: Yeah, they do their job though.
0: uh, She gets convicted. Yes. She gets 10 years in prison. She, being the pretty white lady that she is, yeah. is like, you know what? This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, this, this is, is not fair.
1: I don't deserve ten years for murdering a man. How I'm gonna dare appeal. You? Yeah, uh, and in, <laughs> and yeah, so she decides to appeal. Uh, and in Mexico, like if you appeal, they can actually be like, we're gonna give you more time. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know
0: what? No, that was ten years is yeah. not enough. We're
1: not just gonna overturn your sentence or like just you have to stick to the original. They like they can actually be like, you know, what, we're gonna give you more time. Yeah.
0: They're like 13. Are you finished? Yeah, which
1: is what they do. Yeah. That's what they do with Sharon. They give her more jail time when she tries to appeal. Instead of 10, now she has to serve 13. Do you years. want
0: more? 13? 13. Yeah, you want more? There do was you want to like, appeal this too? Yeah. The appeals court was literally <laughs> just like, you
1: know, the first time you we were a little light on how you killed a man. Yeah. Like, you beautiful white woman, we only gave you 10 years. So they give her 13 which okay so Sharon is in this Lucky this Mexican prison she's learning Spanish she's
0: learning Spanish she's, she's getting s- buddy
1: buddy with a number of female inmates oh
0: yeah she uh, apparently became like the the HBIC yeah the HPIC i don't yeah, know H- in
1: uh, in Spanish
0: would that be the the it head buta, buta in buta, charge yeah yeah uh she made a lot of lady friends yeah she she had
1: Ladies doing her bidding. Her bidding. She like had some who got out, who were on the outside that would like send her stuff to support her. She had friends all over the place. She was very popular. She got a Which... nickname. Oh, yeah.
0: La Pistorera. Yeah. The Gunfighter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hot. They should have just called her like a Colt 22 because that was her favorite gun. <laughs> that should have just been her nickname as the gun she used to murder every single person that she apparently just could not let go of. What that is, would be What is undoing. 22
0: in Spanish? <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh, I, my high school Spanish is not gonna help me out with that. It is Vientidos.
0: Uh, Vientidos. La Vientidos, that's kinda nice.
1: Yeah, the 22, well, I like that for it. her. <laughs> <laughs> I like that for her.
0: So she stayed there for four years. Yeah. And uh, then she fucking disappeared.
1: Yeah, she was sick of prison, she somehow escapes. The prison, there was a blackout. Yep, and and a door was left unlocked. Yeah, a door was left unlocked, or some people think she might have bribed her way out, but mostly there was a blackout. There was a roll call, she wasn't there. But nobody seemed concerned. Then there was a second roll call, and she wasn't there, and that's finally when people were like, oh, snap.
0: (laughs) But apparently, uh, did you know in 1956, I don't know when it was officially changed, but in Mexico, it was not... illegal illegal to to break out of jail
1: jail. they (laughs) they actually have said she would not have to face charges for escaping jail because it is still not illegal they're like just don't do that again (laughs) (laughs) which i think is kind of legit you know mexico they're just like if you manage to get out like You did it. Yeah, good for you. Good for you, man. But if we catch
0: you, you gotta finish out your sentence. Yeah,
1: and so a lot of rumors around like how she managed to get out. Like some people think a door was unlocked. Some people think that actually the family of Francisco helped her escape and then killed her. Yeah, which is I think just like which I get it. I get I, that. I get it.
0: It's like I don't I don't want you to die in jail. I want to do it myself. Which yeah. is what I wish Botham Jean's fucking family had done. Yeah, it
1: would had done.
0: Was like, no, we think you we don't want we her We don't in want jail. her around.
1: Like let's just take her out. Fake outright. hug. Yeah, fake hug like, and then I'm just like a sleeper hold you. maybe right yeah. there. <laughs> so I get that. Like I really truly kind of hope Francisco's family maybe got her out and then killed her but I think it's probably more likely that she escaped to Guatemala and she lived a beautiful, happy life.
0: Yeah, because apparently her Spanish was uh, fluent by the time she left. Uh,
1: They prosecute, like people, the prosecutors in Mexico and like the detectives were just like, her Spanish is so good, she could live a happy life in any Spanish-speaking country.
0: So they decided to just stop looking for her. Yeah,
1: they only looked, I think, for like, Six months, yeah, they barely looked for her, and it, there was actually a lot of like conflict around who was supposed to look for her. Like, the city was like, It's not our problem, and the state was like, It's not our problem. And I'm
0: and the U.S. was like, We don't, well, yeah, don't know. It's, it's, what are we, doing? we were like,
1: gosh, uh, We were happy she was in jail down there, but like, also, there's this warrant that's been out for her, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, which is still the longest standing warrant for someone in Missouri. Uh, the it's still active to this day.
0: And if she's alive, she's like 80. 80- 80 something years old now.
1: Yeah, my feminism chooses to believe that Sharon Kinney is still alive. And that, uh,
0: wait, say 39, so that would make her 80? Yeah, like
1: 80. Yeah, 80, yeah. 80 on, the, like, on the dot next uh, month. Next month, oh, she's a Sagittarius. How oh, beautiful. what does that mean? that she could definitely murder someone and run away <laughs> and run away so fast. That's why I don't think that like Francisco's family probably got her out and like murdered her. I think she was like Sagittarius luck. She probably like blackout out in the prison. She pushed a door and was just like, now's my time. And she just ran and she like went to Guatemala, probably killed some husbands there. Oh, probably killed
0: so many men. You
1: know, you gotta kill a few husbands before you find the one that's meant to be. And maybe just like live the rest of her life in a beautiful little like Spanish town with like children and I guess she lost her first two kids. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And also, I mean she came from Missouri and she managed to do pretty well there. But Pickens might have been
1: slim. She her main goal when she was like a kid, she said, I don't want to stay in Independence, Missouri. And she got far. She uh, made it irony. all the way, yeah, she made it all the way to Mexico.
0: Where true independence
1: awaited her. Awaited her, yeah. I just, I don't, like this story could never happen without the beauty of white female privilege. True. <laughs> like, just three trials, three trials where you just get to hang out, out on bond, like she was found guilty and they were just like, you know quick, what? Quick shot. Yeah, oh if you ha if you're at home, like take her a look Mexican at mugshot. Mug the
0: Mexican mugshot looks like an American apparel ad.
1: Yeah, like she could be an American apparel model. She could be selling me like Everlane. Like she has a very just like clean cut white girl look about her.
0: Without makeup, very like androgynous. With makeup uh just the yeah, looking like the a kind tiny pinup. Yeah, up.
1: the kind of girl who if she said to you, you know, I've shot men before and I got out of it, you'd be like Hey. Ah, Sharon, you're yeah. funny. Yeah, and that was something thing, that was something people said. They would always kind of be like, "Oh, she's so like charming. Like she had a way about her that just kind of pulled you in. You know, she's a little Ted Bundy-ish."
0: Oh yeah, she did offer uh, John. She at one point said, "Hey, wouldn't it be hilarious if I uh, gave you a thousand dollars to kill my husband?" Yeah, to kill my <laughs> husband.
1: She would like joke about that with her boyfriend, and then he was like, at first he went to the cops like she told me to kill him, and then he was, he was like. She was joking. Yeah, she was just kidding. She was just kidding. She's so funny and charming. Oh, my God. Did you
0: say she's missing? Oh, yeah, yeah, she was just kidding. She was (laughs) kidding.
1: No. You
0: don't know where she's at? Oh, no, I'm sure she's. Totally innocent. Yeah. In case she
1: reads this. Like, if this story had played out for a black woman, I think the second she had been like, my child shot, they would have just been like, you're going to jail right now, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> like, we're locking you up. Like, no, no trial. No trial. We're not going to look to see if your two year old can actually shoot a gun by giving them a play gun. <laughs> 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 did they? I wonder if they made her do it in the courtroom. If they were just like if little girl, someone hold,
0: held the baby up, and yeah. they're like, "Come on, d- d-
1: come on, d- show them what you showed <laughs> show us. Them, show them how you can shoot the gun."
0: <laughs> you know, babies. Babies never do that fucking cute thing that they did.
1: Yeah, and for like once, babies like, and like, cats. Yeah, babies and cats. Once she probably got on the stand, they were just like, "Oh, this fucking three year old's not going to shoot the fucking gun." Here we go.
0: <laughs> so that is the story of Sharon Kenny.
1: Yeah. The Thelma and Louise who got away with it and is no one knows where she is to this day.
0: Sharon, if you're out there.
1: I hope you are, Sharon. I really hope you are.
0: I mean, let's face it, Sharon, if you're alive, you're constantly Googling yourself, you narcissist.
1: Absolutely. She seems like the type.
0: If you're out there, send us an email. We won't tell people. We won't tell
1: the police. Like, and I'm sure the cops wouldn't even care at this point. It's true. They'd probably be like, "Whatever." Like anyone who even cared is like dead, probably. Yeah.
0: Have someone email for you if you if you're not the most tech savvy person. We get it.
1: We get it. Eighty is wow. You made it to eighty.
0: Send an email: wwkpodcast@gmail.com, and let us know where you've been. Yeah. Let us know the real story. Have you
1: killed any more men?
0: Yeah. Who did you get married to? Do you only fuck with Latin men now? Yeah. Probably.
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for coming on Thank and talking to
1: uh, me. I love lady murderers. Ah, this was so fun.
0: You just listened to episode 33 of Women Who Kill. If you like the show, I'll say it again. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review. Tell a friend or an enemy. You know, nothing like sending a link completely unsolicited to someone you hate to a murder podcast. If you want to send me an email, you can do that at wwkpodcast at gmail. com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.